0: So, Mike, how the fuck are you?
1: I'm doing better than you are, apparently. (laughs) This is the Mr. Podcast Show. We're going to talk about Onward. We're going to talk about other movies that we've seen, other TV shows that we've watched, and uh, a couple of other things, including uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson getting coronavirus. Maybe not. I don't care.
0: It's punishment for Toy Story Four. No, it's not. I'm, no. All right. So, so you've heard my review for Onward. There we go. My son really enjoyed Onward, even though I didn't enjoy it that much, and I, I think that you enjoyed it more than I did. Do you see what I'm talking about when I when I when I bring that movie up?
1: Yeah, I, I totally get it. And and there are things about this movie that have a lot of problems, and. One of them isn't the lesbian thing. Yeah, no, it's not a problem. That's, and people are making, the YouTubers, the, the, the one percenters are making noise about the fucking, you know, oh, you know, get woke, go broke, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, And I just, you know, and I get tired, like I scroll through my my YouTube stuff because, you know, I listen to Joe Rogan, you do too, and uh, a bunch of other shows that I found real interesting. And then all of a sudden it's just, it's turned into, like, we do, we we do um, Compelled. Yeah. And we do, uh, well, we do Joe Knows and we do a couple of other things, Mm -hmm. Cocktails with Heather. And we stopped doing Compelled for a while. Because it was getting to the point where we were just jumping on bandwagons. Yeah, it was becoming obvious, painfully obvious. And that's what a lot of the channels that I subscribe to, I can't say a lot. That's what a few of the channels I subscribe to are doing. And I refuse to go down that path anymore. Like, I'll talk about, or we'll talk about, not I. We'll talk about the coronavirus. We'll talk about this and that and the other thing in in this case we're talking about onward and these like i said these one percenters these ones that just ban they're they're fucking bandwagoners that go after how awful this is or how bad this is or this is getting canceled or disney cancel or star wars is canceled and this is canceled like i i'm over it i'm so over it because it's 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 gen. It's basically the next generation of clickbait.
0: Yeah, it. You know, isn't isn't the whole medium of entertainment with with movies and TV shows? Isn't there enough fantasy with that kind of storytelling? Where p- instead of and now we have people that just exaggerate things just so they can get more clicks. You know, exaggerate exaggerate their outrage, things like that. Yeah, it, it's fantasy. It, it's fake.
1: Yeah, exactly. And then you know. Going back to like Star Wars, you know, and I know we talk about Star Wars a lot, (laughs) but going back to Star Wars Rise of Skywalker. It set the fuck, I mean, Star Wars set the bar, man. I mean, we want. But going back to Star Wars Rise of Skywalker, you know. And and what's going on with that? And then, you know, everybody's pissed off at Kathleen Kennedy and, you know, uh, female representation and femininity and feminism and feminists and this and that and the other thing. And and they they've lost they've sight lost sight of the prize. (laughs) yeah these these channels have completely lost the track of everything that's going on, which is if you're going to talk about this shit, stop blaming everybody for everything that's going wrong. you know, it's perspective, you know and and what does this have to do with onward? Well, it has a lot to do with onward. <laughs> onward is just another one of those movies that have been caught in a crossfire. You know, it's Disney's worst opening to date. It's this to date. It's that bad thing. You know, it's canceled worldwide and this and that. Look, this movie came out. Right at the beginning of this outbreak, that's going on with the coronavirus. Yeah, you know, how many okay? people are not going to want to bring their kids around to other people. Do you know how many people are not going to want to go see this fucking movie because of that? Yeah, and Bloodshot and all the other movies that are going to come out in the next couple weeks. So estimates have to be readjusted because it's it's not because people don't want to go see this movie. It's literally that NBA is being canceled. Yeah, NHL is thinking about canceling games or suspending games. They haven't done it yet. Um. Uh, colleges, like our local college, literally won't allow spectators at sports, but they're allowing the sports to continue to play. Yeah. Which makes no sense.
0: Against other other teams from other colleges where <laughs> shit can get spread. Because it's called a contact sport,
1: right? I literally just said that, you dingling. <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. And fuck you. So you and your cocks take breath. <laughs> fuck you. No, you, you can't <laughs> use that out of context. That's why it's funny. You're not allowed to use that out of context. <laughs> but funny. When when we're doing this, I keep in mind two things, which is what we did before with Compelled. Yeah. And what is going on currently on YouTube. And, and we try to keep it so that we're not hammering on the wrong subjects. I also got to remember not to say fuck off when I do trivia. Yeah, but... <laughs> God damn it that has nothing to do with anything right now, but this movie lacks i was I was trying to think of the problems with this movie like I generally tend to do I don't know it's not a negative thing I just i I tend to focus on what could have been instead of what is. And I was going through the list of all these movies that Pixar has done that are memorable. You know, Toy Story 1, 2, and 3. Monsters, Inc. Uh, A Bug's Life. Um, Incredibles. Yeah. Cars, dude. Cars. Cars is
0: one of those movies that, I, I mean, it grew on me big
1: time. Because I
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. Up. I mean, yeah. goddamn, yeah. dude. The first what ten minutes of up with with the you know him and going through
1: the stuff with his wife. Yeah. Holy shit, man. And if you look at it in a graph type form, because Joe says pushing the boundaries and this and that. Well, aside from quote unquote original stories and whatever else, there's no such thing. Because <laughs> it's always used from something. Something. Yeah. From something. yeah. There's you, there's no original idea left ever. Yeah. Probably not now. And You can take stories and build upon them. Yeah. And make them good. This is an okay story, and it needed incubation time.
0: Yeah, it did. It needed a lot of finessing, and it did not really get it. It just felt lazy.
1: I don't... It didn't feel lazy. It just... It felt like... For Pixar standards, it felt lazy. No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. Absolutely not. This is no different than than uh, Monsters University or uh, what you know uh, uh, I'm not gonna say inside out inside out was really good like
0: yeah that's and see like inside out that movie pushed some boundaries I mean that I mean showing what that uh, the emotional
1: heft of what that kid was going through through puberty it was really well told this movie lacks substance. Yeah. Like, when you're watching Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 2, it doesn't matter how long it's been since you've seen these movies. You get pulled into the movie. Yeah, absolutely. In this movie, it, the, this is the way I watch movies. When I'm interested in a movie, the entire theater disappears and I get sucked into it. Yeah. And if I get pulled in, like, like the Adam Sandler movie, Uncut Jumps. Yeah. I dislike Adam Sandler. Yeah, we know. <laughs> we fucking know. This movie... Pulled me in so much that there was a couple of moments where I got pulled out because of the crowd. You know, there were people talking or whatever else was going on at the time in the theater. But for the most part, I was so invested in this movie that distractions aside... I enjoyed it. That's how good that movie was. And it's the same with Toy Story. It's the same with The Incredibles. When you're watching these movies, everything just dissolves around you. You're invested because you are you feel like you're part of that movie. Yeah. Like you're the camera or whatever it is. This movie, and the reason I think, well, here's part of the reason, okay? The mom is always upbeat. And that's not a problem. It's unrealistic. Yeah. Chris Pratt's character is kind of this lovable loser Tom Holland's character again you know it's 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 stereotypical yeah it's the oh i don't i'm not real sure about myself i'm a 16 or 17 year old kid going to high school and you know i i, I just um, like we don't even know if he if they just moved to that town or if they've lived in that town for a long time yeah i
0: mean we just saw we just saw that same character in the last two jumanji movies yeah
1: and now we see it again yeah absolutely you're right i didn't even think about that mm. but we we have no real concept of where they are in their life like did they just move to town or have they lived there forever i think they've lived there forever or
0: uh, because remember when he runs into the guy at the at the burger joint who went to college with his father and i mean it sounds like you know small town you know all you know everybody. right but his dad went to college
1: with him not necessarily in that same town. Yeah. I I, mean, I don't know. I mean, we don't know anything. Yeah. Coming into this story, we have to have some sort of idea. Like, why is he so afraid of talking to people when it feels like he's just starting off in a high school that in a town that he just moved to? There's
0: not much of an anchor.
1: Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. There's I, I nothing that. there. You know, we in in Chris Pratt's character is this kid that wants to save, you know, and and I and I get this because I've always felt this way about certain historical things in town and whatnot. Yeah. You know, not just towns, but in, in other cities like, you know, you just preserve the past because it's it's important. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. For our future growth. Well. And then the town just wants to destroy it all, like this big water fountain, yet, you know, it's been there for ages upon ages upon ages, apparently. Yeah. And they're trying to... And it's behind the school, so it doesn't make any sense that they're trying to tear it down, you know? Yeah, progress just for the sake of progress. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's one of those things where, like, you have all these stories that are kind of intertwined together that make no sense. And the main story is well, we've got to do this before sunset in 24 hours, Mm. or we're never going to see dad.
0: Well, then also, it's like magic is it it truly exists in that world. So even though it's become more difficult for people to use and it's slowly been phased out over hundreds of years, it's still just for it to be almost
1: completely ignored like that, it just seemed odd. Yeah, that that was another. Plot convenience Like you have The manticore Who can breathe fire Yeah Which is magic Yeah Or the sword Or her sword Or she can fly Or the pixies That are able to fly Yeah Or the unicorns That are able to fly You know yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I, I thought was funny, but I mean, you have unicorns that have essentially become raccoons or whatever, right? Yeah. And I, it would be funnier if they had made them kobolds, you know, or or, or Skaven, you know, the rat men or, or whatever. Yeah. And and done, kind of like incorporated like all like the D&D and Warhammer fantasy worlds together. Yeah. Because... I don't know. I mean, I, although it's funny that such a majestic animal like a unicorn is turned into a trash, yeah, a, a trash panda, right? Yeah, it was funny. So I, I was okay with that. I didn't have a, that's, that, that's just one of those little side things that was really funny. But getting back to the main characters, Holland and Pratt's character, I didn't, in fact, I don't have a problem with Chris Pratt's character. Chris Pratt's character was the jock oaf, right? And, but he was like also the nerd. Yeah, and he he was so into his D and D games. But if he's so into him, I mean, there's other people that are into him. So where are all his friends at? Yeah, that was yeah. They, you know, yeah, exactly. You're it, right. So you're missing th- this. Is parts of the story that you're missing. Where are all the Chris Fr- Pratt's you know characters D and D friends that he games with? Yeah, where are. Where 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 is this kid? The the I can't ever I don't know the names of the characters. So, See, it's not there. Very we go. Me- it's not very memorable, is it? Tom Holland's character. Why is Ian. he? Yeah, You're right. Uh, uh, named after Ian McCallum. I'll bet. Ian and, and Barley is the brother's Ian name. Ian and yeah. Barley. And I'll bet you the character's name is is basically named after Ian McCallum for you know the Gandalf character. Yeah, you know Gandalf. Gandalf. Yeah. Because he's a wizard, right? Yeah. So fine, whatever. But he's in high school again we're going back to that he's in high school we have no anchor we have no reason we have we have no reason we have no story about why he's he is the way he is in high school you know why he won't why he has no friends why he's so socially awkward yeah I mean and and Again, I mean, they can Disney can make up whatever the fuck they want. They're probably going to anyways and say, "Oh, he he's autistic." You yeah. know, fine. What, whatever their dumb excuse is for the way he, that he is, without actually telling us the way he is, yep, makes no sense until. We see for ourselves what's going on. And, you know, he's, he's this kid that lives in a bubble and all he wants to do is. <laughs> I never knew my father. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's just this, this social outcast.
0: What I what I okay I grew up without a father okay and I only saw him a few times throughout my life and not very much
1: and there was I, I would I would think so after you if you only saw him a few times in your life once I was an adult I only you're saw him really a few not going to see him that much
0: and the, I mean look there was always a little teeny bit of a hole there because I always wanted a father but because I never knew him as a child it wasn't this 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 dark cloud that was always looming over me holding me back in life you know it just was something I would have liked to have experienced. That's it. Yep. So to see this kid who did not ever know, he never met his father. He was a baby when his father died. So yeah, he does not remember him at all. So it, it's like he's holding on too hard to this fantasy. You know, right? It's like you look. We don't. We don't look. We all don't get the supermodel wife or whatever the fuck you want. The trophy wife. So it's it's like you, you just move on. You, you move the things you don't have. You you can't dwell on that shit. You
1: just. So, it just seemed kind of weak with his character. Yeah. Th- this whole story, like the first... Up until they got into doing the quest. Yeah. Right? And it then they go to the tavern. Yeah. But it would have been better if, again... If you're gonna start off doing a D and D based whatever, yeah. do it as a D and D game.
0: And and, and that, well, real quick before we get too far away from it, Chris Pat's, Chris Pratt's character should have been the one who was despondent about losing his father because he knew his father because he remember he didn't want to go in the the room to see him before right. he died. Right. So he's the one that should have been more like like Ian was. He yeah he should
1: have been the catalyst. Yeah. And and Ian should have been there to help him. Mm-hmm. It should have been a reversed role. But if you're gonna do a movie like this. And we've talked about this. We we did an idea man where we said, "Hey, you know what'd be really awesome is if they Pixar'd like Dungeons and Dragons yeah. or fucking, you know, uh Warhammer, right?" Yeah. And and started off like in some sort of some sort of yeah. uh uh tavern. Yeah, instead and, we get Pixar's version of Bright. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what the way that it should have been is they start off in a tavern, the Manticore Inn or whatever, Yeah. right? And the whole thing is set off by "You're a wizard, Harry," you know, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But a wizard shows up and starts telling a story. He's sitting in the and and it's, this is how Dragonland starts off. By the way, it's called the War of the Lance. Okay. I'm sorry, uh uh it's not the War of the It maybe the War of the Lance. I I have to double check it. It's the Margaret Weiss Tracy Hickman series. It's a it's a it's a multi-series book. It's a multi book series. Multi-series book. Sounds better. And it starts off with this character who's very much like Gandalf. His name is Fizman. And he just he shows up at this tavern. Okay. I don't want to get into particulars, but (laughs) Was it in the village of Bree? (laughs) Yes. And he starts rearranging things in the tavern, the prancing pony. And as he's as he's rearranging things, he's muttering to himself: "This one goes here. This person's going to sit here. Oh yes, and this person." And he like he's having visions, right? Yeah. And it seems like he's obviously just fucking crazy out of his out of his mind. But as he's doing this, he's he's a regular pretty much at this tavern, and. The girl that works there, her name is Tika, says, hey, what the hell are you doing? Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, no, don't bother me. Things will end up the way they end up. Just leave everything the way it is because it has to be this way. And then he sits down and then, you know, he starts regaling stories to kids. And then as, as the day goes on, people join. More people come in. The adventurers from the story start to pop in. Yeah. And he starts telling a story. And essentially, the story that he's telling is everything that's going to happen in the future. But this is how adventures start. In a tavern, you get hired. To defeat whatever,
0: right? Yeah. Why couldn't they have done something like I don't know? Magic has been suppressed for some. Maybe there's certain powers that be that you know like the fires of industry more or something, right? And so the Walmart thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. So they're oppressing. They've been oppressing magic for for hundreds of years or whatever, right? Right. And slowly. Yeah. And then so this kid, his, you know, he's he's at a restaurant or something, and he overhears this this old wizard or something talking, you know, and it gets it gets. The why the hell do you keep doing that? I'm right here. What you keep going up and down? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> I, I keep, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, I, it's like when I'm, I, I'm having a conversation with someone and I'm 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 getting higher and lower because it's like the way I'm delivering it because it, it has a certain um, dramatic. it You just to it fucking or not. tail off and then <laughs> literally you are just like
1: and so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like a little kid, uh, like a host or something. Yeah, you know, oh, like fuck you, man. That was yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, it's like I, I, I'm trying to have that conversation, and I'm forgetting that the microphone's right here in my face. Yeah, you got, to and I got to keep it at that specific tone <laughs> the whole goddamn time. Exactly. And so, it, yeah, it's you, you think I would have learned now oh, this this many years into it, but it it's no, yeah, no. Nah.
1: I'm a hard case. No, I, I think that's a great idea. Um, there are And there are multiple ideas. Not, yeah. N- not any one of them is going to be right, but yeah. they're all going to be better than what we saw presented yeah, on they, the screen.
0: And they still could have the, the, the dead father thing, and they could have done something where, oh, shit, dad was involved with this. Exactly. You know? But, yeah, that's what I mean about this. This movie needed a ton of finessing and it just, it seemed to go the easy route with every, almost everything, you know?
1: That's what, yeah. And and, and then it circles all the way back, you know, with this going through the sewer, you know, going the underground cave. Like when you go into the cave and everything else and then all of a sudden just pops right back up at the school. Yeah. It's like it would have been even better if you did this whole adventure. Yeah. And, yeah, you could still have it under the town and whatnot. Uh-huh. That would have been even cool the whole thing was under the town. I mean, yeah, that would have been awesome. And you could have done like a Temple of Elemental Evil type thing, uh-huh. you know, where it was under the town or, you know, not necessarily Temple of Elemental Evil because that's yeah. a huge fucking dungeon, but you could have made it a multi-series uh, movie. Yeah. By incorporating that, and then like they could extend dad's life, or maybe they're trying to bring the dad back, or whatever, right? Yeah, they, there's a way a, a way to f- bring him back permanently, uh-huh. you know. So that could lead into the, the the further sequels and yada yada yada.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm, I cannot kid you enough when I when I say this. When he opened up that manhole and the fucking school was there, I Peter Griffin did, dude, in my head, like, oh, eh, I, I was so disappointed that they were. Leaving the cave. Right. I was like, God damn it. What yeah. are you doing? What are you
1: doing? I no, Pixar. No. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you know, if it, it it felt I was let down. I really wanted this to be something. And this was done by Peter
0: Doctor, who did In and Out or Inside Out. Right. In and Out. <laughs> Shout out to
1: Kevin Klein. There you go. <laughs> so uh, you know what I mean? I if you want to go see the movie, go see the movie. It's a decent movie. It doesn't it's suck. The movie does not suck. It's yeah, just underwhelming. It's okay. I'm just I was underwhelmed by it. Yeah, I wanted I wanted this to be more.
0: Yeah, and look like I said, Pixar has raised the bar. They have a certain standard, and when they're below that, especially when they're far below it, and this to me, it's far below their standard, so I notice it. I noticed it big time. Right. And that's what bugged me about the
1: movie. Yeah, and usually I'm I'm the exact opposite like, well, I think you're wrong about this, but no, I'm right there with you on the whole on the whole movie, which is completely underwhelming. I, and I'm really hoping that the new movie coming out by Pixar called Soul, I think it comes out at the end of the year. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I I really hope that that movie is going to be better than what we're seeing,
1: what we saw with the trailer. Yeah, but see that trailer we've been seeing; it's been it it's the same trailer that's been out for what six months yeah. now or however long.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. This is how weak that trailer seemed to me. I was more concerned about why there wasn't anyone stopping him from stepping into that fucking manhole than anything else than that happened in that trailer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and and that that isn't even a trailer; it's a teaser. Yeah, because him stepping into the manhole leads into the adventure. Yeah. So and it's very similar to Inside Out or, or uh, Meet Joe Black. No. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm kidding.
0: All right. So uh, speaking of, uh, you know, Pixar related things, let's jump into Tom Hanks, huh? That was a horrible fucking segue. Wasn't that bad? That was awful. That was horribly bad. Boo. Boo. Now I know why. Oh, because I listened to the Opie and Anthony shit. Now I know no, why no, you like you, to use no, no, that, no, no, no. that
1: Homer Simpson boo shit. You listen to the most vicious pot show in the history of radio with Bob Kelly, Rich Voss, Jim Norton, and and uh, Opie and Anthony. Yeah. And they, they, oh, they, my God. But they use the Homer Simpson boo in there. Oh, he uses it all the time yeah. for for bombs and, and flubs and this and that and the mm-hmm. other thing. And uh, I, I mean, I, I've always used the Homer Simpson boo anyways. Yeah. So it just ties in with Opie and Anthony. But I love it when the guy chimes in through the background and he's like,
0: the power of Christ compels you or something, you know, that that <laughs> sounds hilarious. Like he's talking through a, through like oh, a yeah, walkie talkie or
1: something. That was Anthony and yeah. he, was, he was doing the. OK, so. The whole the whole show is is two and a half hours of these comedians, Rich Voss, Bobby Kelly, uh, who are the guests, uh, Opie and Anthony, who are the hosts, Jim and, Norton sometimes, and Jim Norton, who is the third host, right? Mm. And and Norton, Voss, <laughs> and Bobby Kelly are all friends. Yeah, they're all real, real close friends. Yeah, and Jim Norton and Anthony are real good friends. And at that point in time, Norton was also real good friends with Opie. Yeah. So, Anthony is amazing at doing voices. He'll do Andrew Dice Clay, and he's done a whole bunch of other things. But the whole story behind what Joe had just done, which is the the robot voice, you know? Opie had gone on vacation, and he was body surfing, and a wave caught him and basically just fucked him up. Yeah, and got raped by a shark. Yeah, or something. (laughs) And he... He was telling a story, and they just started piling on him, right? yeah. Because well, he did a couple of stupid things, but regardless of that, no they matter
0: were, what he would say, they had some fucking rude ass re- response to it. Yeah, yeah. So just roasting the shit out of him.
1: Yeah, and and so they were talking about the fact that you know, if you, what if he broke his neck, and then it'll be what the uh, the the opie and dopey show or whatever it mm-hmm. was. And Anthony started doing his his Stephen Hawking thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it morphed a few times into something else but yeah it was it was so goddamn funny and he uses a he uses a megaphone to do that, that yeah it sounded right like into yeah. the thing and <laughs> Every time I listen to it, it just makes me laugh uncontrollably because yeah. it's it's one of the funniest shows. It's one of the funniest two and a half hours I have ever listened to in it, my it,
0: life. I'm not used to listening to that <laughs> kind of radio show, so it's hard to adapt to it at first because all these guys are talking over each other. Yep. So it's just like this buffet of profanities and disrespects towards each other. And I'm trying to I'm trying to follow it, but like before someone's even done saying something, another one of them has to chime in and it's just all yeah. So you got to, you have to adapt to it. It's, you
1: know, adjustment period. And that's where the cock steak breath comes from when Joe said it earlier is because Bobby Kelly blew somebody when he was younger for steak.
0: Yeah. Which is a really weird story. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he pretty much just roasted himself when he said it. Yeah. and, And he would, I mean, like, like he kept saying is that you just, you, you spin the wheel and wherever it ends up, it is where it ends up. Yeah. And, and it just, it, everybody just slowly turned on everybody. Yeah. And it was so brutal. And then they had the, they had the intern kid that had the Coke bottle glasses and stuff like that. I don't know if you listened to the very
0: I've, last have I've party. listened to exactly half of it so far.
1: Okay. So, well, I won't,
0: I won't. So uh, the one that you sent me last night that, that yeah, I listened yeah So I've yeah, got There's three of them.
1: There's a, there's two more that I had sent you. So. Yeah.
0: I'll get to them. Yeah. And. I was I I was I did this thing where when I was driving shuttle today at work I was I would um I would have that playing and what would happen is all of a sudden I saw the Joe Rogan thing with the coronavirus guy the CDC guy there I was like you know what fuck I better just in case I'm gonna listen to it right. you know, and and so if I finish that one and then yeah so there we are with that so I'll I'll get more onto those tomorrow I would like, actually when I'm driving home I'll, yeah. yeah. I'll get another half hour in and then, yeah, go from there.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's when those guys get together and there's, there's other things. There's like, uh, uh, how dumb is Rich Voss? Rich Voss versus a five, uh, versus a fifth grader. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Rich Voss versus Bobo, who is smarter. Yeah. Um, Voss is always like the sub, the, the butt of a lot of jokes because, well, he opens himself up to it, but he, Goddamn, is he funny? And Rich Voss is one of those guys that he doesn't take anything personal. Yeah. Like when, when you're, when you're all in there and you're firing back and forth, he can take it. He doesn't give a shit. He just laughs it off. He better. I mean, he's a fucking comedian. Well, so. yeah, but some comedians take it personally, you know. Like Opie? You like Opie, <laughs> but he's not a comedian. <laughs> he's a host. Oh, well, maybe he'd like to, you know. He thinks he is. He, yeah. But, yeah, but, like, I'm and like when when you are getting personal with these attacks, you know, like it's like your mama shit
0: you know play, playing the playing the um, no, 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 playing no. the dozens it,
1: I, yeah sort of but this goes way deeper than that yeah. like this cuts to the like when they're talking about rich voss's teeth <laughs> cuz he has fake teeth Uh-huh. And, and, oh, and Norton says something along the lines of, I like to, you can see the little house behind the white picket fence that is your teeth, you know, <laughs> in your mouth or, you know, they call him chicklet mouth because uh-huh. his teeth look like chicklets. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't care. Yeah. Because, I mean, and that's fucking personal, like super attacks Or they'll attack him like, you know, Bonnie's so lucky to have you, you know, because, it, it, and then they'll just fucking hammer on him because who wouldn't want a 50 year old that looks like he's trying to be 30. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and things like that. That's vicious. They get real vicious with yeah. each other. But again, because they're all friends and they understand where it's coming from, it's not it's not a personal attack like, you know, you dumb motherfucker. And it'll come out sometimes like that. You dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you know, that that was hurtful. That was real painful. Like, like... Look, if they can't handle that shit, they shouldn't be on that show. Right? No, no, no. It, it, no. I mean, they're... You, Again, it doesn't always happen on that show. You have to know your limits. And if you don't know your limits when it comes to certain guests, like you couldn't attack Pete Davidson like that, you know? I mean, you can have fun and stuff like that, but literally, it depends on the comedian. Like Louis C.K. would come on, yeah, you can do it with Louis C.K.
0: Yeah, like you, you got to know the room,
1: you know. But the right, they also they had at some point they had hired the writers from uh, it was like David Letterman show.
0: Oh yeah, he's got Rich Voss has those fucking those douchebag porcelain teeth. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I had a boss who had those, um, and, and he talks like this. He had like, but his my boss is teeth were so fucking perfectly porcelain. It was scary because it seemed like he was always smiling. Yeah. And it just seemed so fake. Like, he should have might as well have been the inflatable arm-waving, you know, tube guy. Yeah. Uh, say, you know, promoter guy, you know, <laughs> the advertiser. Because that's what he looked like every time I talked to him. I, uh, ugh,
1: scary <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. And and you're just waiting for it, like, that one day where the glue comes undone and they start flying out of his mouth one at a time. Oh, uh, what are they? Like st- ninja stars. Start unscrewing out or something, right? Yeah, or, yeah, just rusting out. I found out, just like with LASIK. he's talking and just spits yeah. at you and you're just trying yeah. to dodge them like they're fucking asteroids. It's just like with LASIK
0: porcelain veneers are temporary. I thought they were permanent for the rest of your fucking life, especially how much they cost. They're veneers. No, so for every like 10 years, you have to replace them. They're veneers. I don't know what that means.
1: Veneer. Does Does veneer mean temporary or something? Veneer is just like a facade.
0: Okay. They
1: have actual teeth that screw in. Veneers are not necessarily teeth that screw in, although they can be. Uh Most of them are just covers. Because there's also another customer. He owns a.
0: He's a cool dude. Don't get me wrong. He's this guy that owns a gas station down the street from where I work, and I give him a ride. And he's got the fake teeth. Yeah,
1: and it's just and they end at one at some point. Like they end at the uh, what is that? The bicuspid. Uh They end like generally at the bicuspid or the molar start. Yeah. No, this guy, he had the full mouth, dude. And it just looks
0: scary. There's just something wrong about it. Like, like a doll. And they or something. fucking click every time you talk. Like, I, like, when you, like, when no I'm editing the them. podcast. Yeah, they like, don't notice it because there's no nerves in them, right? Not necessarily. I mean, you can still feel it it's down in the jaw, but, you know, in the.
1: You should be, you should, you should be completely conscious of when your teeth click. Yeah. Regardless of anything else. Cause you're going to hear it. Like when, when I'm editing a podcast, you, you click your teeth once in a while. Exercise your jumpers, make them chew, chew. So, so chew. when you're, yeah. So when you're talking at some point, like it, and it happens, it happens to everybody. It's not, I'm not just picking on you. Oh, I should see what you. happens when I'm blowing a guy. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> you know, as long as you don't bite too hard. Hmm. When, you are really talking and and you're on a roll and then you stop. It's like, it's like a, it's like somebody hitting the brakes too hard. Mm. And, and you click your teeth, and <laughs> is it like like a uh, an action class? Yeah, yeah, from- Th- that's exactly what it is. Action, yeah. <laughs> Cut click. That's a wrap. So that's all I can think of is like when people with veneers, when they're talking, mm-hmm. like they like their their teeth are too big for their mouth, so they fucking click. And like if you're listening to Voss, like during that show, that the most vicious show, like you you put on headphones and you listen to Voss, you can hear him chew his gum. And it's unfucking nerving
0: Yeah, you already taught me a long time ago about, you know, don't have things in your mouth when you're doing a podcast. because yeah.
1: I mean, everything goes through. Everything. Yeah. And so, you can hear, like, when Bobby Kelly's talking, you can hear him chewing the gum and rolling it around and it's clicking. Yeah. Like... <laughs> you know yeah and then he's trying to talk at the same time so he's got gum in his mouth and he's talking and at one point uh norton calls him out on it because the gum came out of his mouth and he's like what the fuck is that he's like, it's <laughs> my gum he's like put it back in your mouth you, you weirdo you know just yeah. taking his gum and he's and he's basically he's chewing the gum so it just you know rolls Does out boyfriend's
0: of his boyfriend's cock pop out that yeah, easily
1: fucking you know it looks like he's chewing on you know what's left over of, of a fly larva right Ugh. it's just it's just yeah. awful. Yeah. And then they always make fun of his tiny little hands. <laughs> <laughs> they need to bring those back, those Burger King commercials. I fucking fucking Look Norton. Look these tiny hands. Norton taking pictures of uh, Voss's hands. What are you doing? <laughs> there's, another, there's another episode you got to listen to is uh, at some point, um, Norton... Pissed in Louis C.K.'s Oatmeal oh, Just whipped his dick out And started pissing at it Right Okay And Louis Like like everybody's laughing Like well, what the fuck is going on Yeah And and Louis's like Oh yeah Okay whatever It's just Norton And like it's, This is normal Right Yeah This is Literally Norton just Sexually assaulted Louis C.K.'s Oatmeal with his dick Right Yeah He's like Oh I thought I thought he was just Gonna put his balls in Or his entire His entire dick in there And I, I still would've Eaten it oh. Who cares Yeah And... And no, he had to piss in it, right? He pissed in the oatmeal. It's it just one of those things that, and it would happen quite often. Norton just take down his pants and go fart on somebody. Yeah. You bringing up Louis C.K., I almost sent you an article today. Uh, what was it? The Washington Post
0: had an article about him, about how he's he's selling out shows again. Yeah. And he's doing really, really good. And it didn't knock him. I was surprised. I was totally surprised that they didn't, I mean, it brings up, you know, the the jerking off thing in front of people, but it just, it pretty much praised him for coming back and and you know, and he, acknowledging what he's done and things like that. It's, it was actually a decent article, you yeah, know. Talking. Again,
1: well, he's he's a victim of the Me Too thing, yeah, because from all accounts. He didn't just walk into their room
0: and just whip his dick Cause out. Because that was the impression that I got when we first talked about this shit two years ago. Yeah. Was, you know, like, because we, we were automatically condemning people, like like the Me Too movement was. Yeah, we were jumping on the bandwagon. And I did that with Louis C.K. Because, you know, cause they, at first the article made it sound like he's just, every time he's alone with a woman, he just pulls it out and just starts fucking going to yeah. Monster Town with it. And he wasn't. That wasn't, you know. Instead, you start to listen. You take a step back and you listen. You read different articles and you listen to you know, interviews with Sarah Silverman and other people and they say, yeah, he's done that. And he's asked me, you know, and I said, yeah, go ahead. And then they have a laugh and then they move on.
1: Yeah. Right. He would ask them that. That was and, the whole thing. Do you yeah. mind if I do this? No. Yeah. If they said no, he would do it anyways as a joke. And look, I know that I don't, I, I could probably
0: laugh it off. I, I wouldn't want to experience that myself, I don't think, but I'm not so prudish to, to like be... My, my life's not over if I saw that. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be like, not right now, Louis. No, uh, no, put, put the dick away. Yeah, put the dick yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I've had enough right? today. So, yeah, it just... So, you're taking the step back and paying more attention to this stuff and and, yeah. and not just immediately jumping to conclusions. That, well, that That's why we changed Compelled. And,
1: and the Chris Hardwick thing. You yeah. Know? Like, look, we've gotten, when we did the Chris Hardwick thing, when we were talking about it, we've gotten, we have plenty of people that came on that worked with Chris Hardwick and said these words. That guy is a fucking asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And I'm fine with that. You can be an asshole. That guy did what he did. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And and so don't date Chris Hardwick (laughs) and everything that came out was true. Absolutely true. And. He's, but he's not a bad guy. He, he didn't like sexually assault her. It it was a f- it was a two way street, man. Yeah,
0: he, he just was a shitty boyfriend. I, yeah, okay. I, I mean, and I, he seems to be kind of a
1: shitty human being. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, I don't guess, know. I,
0: Yeah, I don't know him. I mean, I, his stand up is funnier and shit. He's got a great sense of humor. You know, and he's, right, he's but, my
1: age, so you know, I, I I relate to his humor. But you never hear about any other comedians talk about Chris Hardwick. Never. No, I never hear anyone say negative never. or positive. about him. Him, you know, you don't hear Louis C.K. talking about how great Chris Hardwick was last night on. I just
0: thought of that the other day about like, see, someone like Ben Bailey, you know, from a um, taxi cab. Yeah, you know, the um, not taxi cab confessions. I know. (laughs) Hot tub taxi machine. No, uh, fuck. What's it called? Trivia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The taxi trivia. Why is that? I, I know, but I want to know the name of it. It, it. Like, I need to make my brain work properly, okay? Just keep that. Move on, anyways. Oh, my God. That bugs me. Don't kill the show. Keep going. All right, all right. So, but I've never heard anyone talk about Ben Bailey. I, I've never heard anyone mention Ben Bailey at all. I've heard Norton talk about him quite often. Okay, that's well, why, I, I, you know, good. I'm glad. Did he say good things about him? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Ben I, Bailey is a funny motherfucker.
1: Because I've heard Ben Bailey stand up and he's, he's fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's one of those guys that he, he's he just kind of he's under the radar. Yeah. He's a super cool dude, like super nice and and got lucky with the the, uh, the taxi the trivia whatever the fucking taxi trivia thing that was yeah. and he I mean it's right on the tip of my tongue and I, I just remembered what it was called I was stuck on the word taxi it's cash cab cash cab
0: I'm so stuck on the word taxi I couldn't think of the proper it's one of those smack yourself in the head things yeah. when you see it. I'm like oh
1: yeah so so he got super lucky with cash cab oh yeah and he even admits that he got super lucky with cash <laughs> cab and
0: then one day he realized that he was a
1: game show host yes <laughs> yeah and, and then that was, he was done.
0: It's like Drew Carey. Right? Drew yeah. Carey, you know, like he he found his his niche. Yeah. Right? And I mean good for him. Absolutely. You know, he's comfortable, right? Or um you know, or the, the dude that fucked up the, the, the prom, not the prom <laughs> the fucking uh you know, the Donald Trump thing, the Miss America shit. You know, the um the dude from Pageants. Uh, yeah. The um the guy with the big fucking mustache, man. Ron Bergen. Bald no <laughs> the bald black dude, uh, Steve. Steve Harvey. Yeah.
1: I, I I know you're not a big fan of Steve Harvey. I, I've, I've never been a fan of I've Steve Harvey. I've listened to his stand up. He's actually pretty damn good. Again, he's got the chicklet teeth going on, too.
0: Yeah. Well, he's got he's got um, Family Feud money, so. <laughs> yeah. But these guys. That doesn't I, make him funny. I mean, I, I guess that is a form of selling out, but you know what? So what? I mean, they they found their niche. I mean, look at look at what um, Jay Leno did. You know, he sold out to The Tonight Show, right? He quit doing stand-up, and, you know, Eddie Murphy sold out to making movies over stand-up. I mean, they, 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 they found They didn't some, sell out. They bought in. It's just a form of sell-out. You know, it, it's, it's you fine. He didn't sell out. You bought in, yeah, whatever. So
1: it's it's fine. Well, there's look, a sellout is a person that will do anything for money.
0: Like Sugar Ray, where they switch from hard rock to fucking this this funny pop
1: shit. Is that selling out? Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Katy Perry, okay,
1: when she went from doing whatever she was doing to uh, the "I Kissed a Girl" stuff, I or, or you know like hosting the View or whatever the fuck it was, or you know the, no, when she went from doing her own thing and being an independent artist to completely selling out and turning into a pop star, mm-hmm. Britney Spears style, yeah, because um, she like she she wanted to be the next Jewel, yeah, you know, and so she was she was like writing, you know. Pop rock type stuff, but mostly on acoustic guitar and this and that. And and it wasn't like, selling. Yeah, and it's like, well, you could do this. Yeah, and then she did, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, I'm a superstar sensation. <laughs> yeah. Then all, that that you know. Then all of a sudden, Pink Floyd's money starts playing in the background. Exactly. That's selling out. Yeah. You know. And fine, look. I mean, look. i, I I'll i I'll, I'll be honest with you. Life's a hustle, dude. If I, that happened to us, oh yeah. I, I, you guarantee. I will do it in a minute.
0: Yeah, because I, I I've lived poor my whole life, dude. So, so. yeah, I'm gonna, if there's if if an out like that comes along. Yeah, I'll bend over.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, let me see. Yeah, I can get money for the rest of my life. Family and secure security. Yeah. Or sit on my high horse broke as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And pretend that everything's okay and yeah, that's making that's what $13 works. an hour. Yeah. Fuck off. I'm yeah. selling out. Yeah. So. um, The company's going to give me lots of money and everything's going to be. All right. I was... So, I'm watching Tubi. And Tubi has added a couple of things. Like, they added... Like, I was... I have it on. I had it on GI Joe. I had it on, you know, the season one, mm-hmm. and then like the GI Joe season two. All of a sudden, introduced Sergeant Slaughter. I'm gonna have to look that up. I don't think that it was season two. I thought it was season three. Because oh, and I want to bring this up real quick. Yeah, this pissed me
0: off. I was listening to Joe Rogan um, last week, and they were talking about the first woman to say "suck my dick" in a movie. Right, and they all both jumped on to GI Jane with Demi Moore, and they were fucking wrong. And I was yelling at my headset when I was listening to it because it wasn't the year before that movie came out in 1996 was the long kiss goodnight and Gina Davis's character said suck my dick all of you <laughs>
1: and i was like god damn it why isn't Jamie looking this shit up but i me. was I, I don't know oh i was listening um i don't have my serious xm in my car cuz i don't have my car yeah and you know circumstances be what they are. I have to listen to regular radio right now oh. as I get a ride to work, yeah, and I have to listen to whatever's on the radio. so I'm sitting in the car today, and the used to be called the jack ninety three point seven yeah. Uh, Jack FM or Bob FM they, they, in different parts of the country, it was a different name for the same radio station that would just transmit Could automatically. Just
0: change the name to SAP.
1: I mean, <laughs> safe and predictable. Thank you. Ex- absolutely. So the um the dog and uh the Craig and uh the dog and Joe show.
0: That's oh, what it is. SAP S A P P safe and pr- and predictable programming. How about that?
1: Yeah. On on SAP. <laughs> Hold on. (laughs) Dude, we
0: totally just, like, Moved past the the Tom Hanks thing with coronavirus. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Still not freaking out about coronavirus. I'm very aware of it, and I will take precautions and be careful. Why are you talking about it? But I just know because it's about Tom Hanks. I don't.
1: We moved past it, and then you brought it up. I don't even care. If this is a
0: huge fucking if, if Tom Hanks or and or his wife dies from coronavirus, do you think that's going to have a major effect on mainstream America? Because if someone that big died from coronavirus, no. You don't think it will? You don't think all the people that are the fucking, the sheep,
1: you know, that, that just... Joe, we live in a 24-hour news cycle. In six weeks, nobody's going to give a shit about coronavirus. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, We've had some of the biggest stars die already this year. How many of them can you name?
0: Robert Forster. <laughs> um... uh God damn, who th- oh well uh, Mike, Mike, Max Von Sydow died the other day. Um Neil Pert, Peart. New Neil Pert, not Peart. 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 Oh, yeah. I, I already forgot about Kobe, Kirk Douglas. Who's that chick? I don't uh. David Stern. Man, he got old. <laughs> I hadn't seen David Stern since uh, since like the late '90s. I have no idea who that is.
1: That's Elizabeth Wurtzel.
0: Oh, oh, she wrote Prozac Nation. Yeah, she committed suicide,
1: didn't she? Or no? So I don't know who Sylvia Horta is, but she created Ugly Betty. Uh-huh. She was found dead in a Miami hotel room. Neil Perry, Harry Haynes, Buck Henry, Ed Burns, who played Vince Fontaine in Grease. I don't know who Ivan Passer is, but he's a composer. Uh, the dude from Highlander the series I wouldn't know Rocky Johnson oh yeah the Rock's dad uh, Terry Jones yeah
0: Kirk Douglas Mates, so like, what was it 103 or something like that
1: Kevin Conway Orson Bean yeah he got hit by a car Robert Conrad that dude Never saw him. I don't remember that kid. He was in Nanny McPhee.
0: Yeah, Nanny McPhee was not that great of a movie.
1: Uh, Paula Kelly. Who's oh, that guy. Janet Dubois.
0: Good times.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. James Lipton. Lipton. Fuck. Max Fonzato. So, how quick we forget.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's only, like, certain ones that are, like, you know, that I really love that... That I might remember more, but yeah, I, 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 yeah. Constant news. You're right. 24 news cycle.
1: Yep. So (sighs) I'm telling you
0: though, I, I, I know, look, but I guarantee you that if, if someone huge in the entertainment industry or celebrity wise or whatever dies from this shit, it is going to be milked for all it is worth. Oh, absolutely. And then some, holy shit. Just like with the Michael Jackson shit. God damn, dude. For like, what was it? For three fucking months? They just kept talking about it. The same shit over and over again. i, I like, okay, yeah, fuck, he's dead. Let's go! Come on! You know, two other people died the same di- day as him: Farrah Fawcett and someone else. I can't remember who the other one right, was. I don't care anymore. <laughs> seriously, I just—it's only been eleven years, Mike. All right, Peter Colan. I can
1: never do his fucking voice. You need to practice it.
0: Absolutely. What the fuck else were we going to talk about
1: today? <laughs> I'll let you figure it out.
0: Harvey Weinstein sentenced to twenty-three years.
1: I don't care. <laughs> I seriously don't. I mean, we've been talking about Harvey Weinstein, and we already knew what was going to happen to him. And
0: I wouldn't have doubted if he got a fucking. And we've- st- we posted rest, it I all think.
1: over our fucking Facebook page, and then and then like our friends who who don't listen to the show. Uh-huh. We've been talking about this motherfucker for two years now, over two years, yeah. And and then all of a sudden they're like, "Yay, Harvey Weinstein!" Like like they're posting, they're finally posting about Harvey Weinstein going to jail. And we've been talking about this motherfucker for two years. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Exactly. Thanks. Share it out more. Maybe you should uh, find out what we're talking about. Bitter? Bitter much, Mike? (laughs) A little bit.
0: All right. So, um, yeah, I I can't really
1: think. I mean, there's... What else have you watched? Oh, I was talking about G.I. Joe. (laughs) And and G.I. Joe ran from 83 to 86. There is the movie. There is... There was a five-part miniseries, then a second five-part miniseries called The Revenge of Cobra, and then it was promoted to a full series in 85. They ordered the first season, which was 55 episodes in order to make up the required 65 episodes for syndication. And that's when they started with what's called the Pyramid of Darkness, which was another miniseries. It was actually a five-part miniseries. And the, the three miniseries that they did
0: are really fucking good. I love the Arise Serpenter Arise, um, you know, um, five-part story. I loved it. I, 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 mean, I was It's a, awful. Well, I I haven't watched this as I was a kid. But when I was a kid, I loved it because, they, they, you know, the Joes are trying to stop Cobra from going to all these parts of the world and getting, you know, the remains of Genghis Con and whoever else, right? Right. And at the time, it was just fucking really cool. I, I just, I think I remember though. Once Serpentor was created, the
1: the cartoon went downhill. Move up to the mic. God damn it!
0: Fuck. There.
1: That's cool. Yeah. You you had already had set it up, but no. It's instead of just leaning forward.
0: I'm tired of leaning forward. It's not good for me. It's not good for my neck. It's not good for my back. So
1: all right. So yeah. So you had you had uh, the mass device, which. That was the first miniseries. Then you had The Revenge of Cobra, and then you had uh, The Pyramid of Darkness. And then that was going into 1986. Like, I wa- I was watching the first episodes, which started with Arise, Serpentor, Arise. Yeah. And if you read the comics, the comics are so much better. Like, they they did this, they basically did the same thing with Arise, Serpentor, Arise to kind of coincide with what's going on, on the, in the cartoon. Yeah. But Sergeant Slaughter is the worst character ever created for this series. Because he was a gimmick. He was absolutely a fucking gimmick. Uh the miniseries debuted former WWF and current or then current AWA Sergeant Slaughter as a member of G.I. Joe played by himself. Uh Buzz Dixon replaced Steve Gerber as story editor. Uh um, you know, and I never thought Buzz Dixon was great at at the storylines because it was it was just gimmicky, you know. There were there's moments in there that they're absolutely just fucking cool, but you get to the point where like they're on a dinosaur island, which is the same thing they did with Transformers, yeah, which is the same thing that they did with every other cartoon series. Like if you watch the original thirty or the original fifty five season one episode run, and they they incorporated different storylines with different characters, and yeah, it was schmaltzy at some point. There's it's terrible, it's terribly written, but from season one to season two. The difference is huge in terms of the um, the writing and the ideas generated behind it, and all the new characters that they added, including like so. You know, they added Leatherneck and Lowlight. Let's see, Wetsuit, Covergirl, uh, Blowtorch, Clutch. Um, let's see, Firefly didn't add. That was he was supposed to be season one. Let's see. Wild Weasel, Beachhead, Xandar, Quick Kick was season one. Uh, Peter Cullen ended up doing the voice of Xandar and a character named Airborne. Let me ask you something. Dr. Mindbender. How the
0: fuck is it that Zartan was Australian or New Zealand, right? Okay. He was from there and he had a specific look. He had long hair and shit. How the fuck does Steven Summers come in and use Arnold Vosloo... A bald motherfucker to play Zartan because
1: Zartan didn't—that wasn't his hair. That was a hood. Shit, you're right. Okay, but st- sort of. They made it look like a hood, but yeah. really. No, but I mean, he—I was fine with that.
0: I, 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 I I, and no then sure. look, I like Arnold Boslow. You know, he used the mummy, but it's still—it just—it
1: it didn't. It was just like, oh well, hey, I got to use a guy I had in my other movie. So, oh, that's where that guy came from. So the guy that did the voice, the voiceover, the narration for GI Joe. At the beginning, G.I. Joe is an organization, you know, uh, created to beat Cobra, you know, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world.
0: 92 years old.
1: He did the voice of Bluto. In not the original, but the, the Popeye cartoons that ran from forty two to sixty seven. Yeah. And generally I'm like Who am I? Mr. What? <laughs> Pluto. Uh, no. my I? I, I can't do Pluto. I was sold. He also played uh Perry White in Filmation's The New Adventures of Superman. He did a lot of animated work. Uh he died of a stroke five days after his 92nd birthday. Uh he narrated a dramatization of L. Ron Hubbard's Dr. Methuselah, and he has a great voice. You can't, you cannot uh, not know who he is in terms of, because like, he he did 75 characters. Lex Luthor, and one sound. Oh, he did Biggie Rat. Oh, cool, Buzzy Crow. He did Casper the Friendly Ghost stuff. All I'm doing is trying to find the voice thing, so... There we go. Perfect. Battleship presents Famous Sinkings. That's Jackson Beck. Okay. It's been a while since I've heard that voice. Yeah. So he does the narration for G.I. Joe and stuff like that. And he's got this great fucking (laughs) narrator voice. And um, anyway, so I I was watching that and... I flipped it over. I, I, I got tired of watching the fucking G.I. Joe stuff. But at that point, it Tubi just kicked out because I'd been watching it for however many hours. Turn it back on and sure as shit, they have uploaded MXC. Now,
0: <laughs> I don't know if you know who,
1: what MXC is. The MXC is uh, Most Extremes Challenge. I always forget about it, but once it's on, I am fucking hooked. Kenny Blankenship and Vic Romano, and it is addicting to watch. Absolutely. Because it's Based off of Takashi's Castle.
0: It is so goddamn entertaining. It I just, yeah. You don't have to think at all. You just put it on and you sit back and laugh your ass. I got to watch that stone one
1: time just to see what it's like. Yeah, it's an American comedy television program that aired on Spike from 2003 to 2007. It repurposed footage from a Japanese game show called Takashi's Castle, which originally aired in Japan from 86 to 80. And then you have... You have uh, the guys that did it, you know, Kenny... Basically, it's just, you know, Kenny Blankenship and Vic Romano. And and the whole thing... Is set up so it's basically just one sexual, gigantic, stupid sexual innuendo. Yeah. Right. And you have with uh, uh, Kenny Blankenship being this perverted cornflake that he is, and then Vic Romano being just kind of like an alcoholic <laughs> weirdo. It's really funny. The guy that did Vic Romano is his name is Vic Wilson, and he's got this great radio voice. He really does. Let's see if we can find him but mxc is just god damn it uh, vic wilson voice actor he actually did a tv show called Guys. that's funny oh uh, i'm not gonna fucking sit around and look for this huh? damn it i really want to use i'm i'm not gonna fucking bring up like most extreme challenge and then try to f- do the uh, the fucking voice isolation i'll just throw it in here at some point so here's uh Here's Kenny Blankenship and Vic Romano doing some some banter between them, and that's why I like. There we go, Mxc. <laughs> you can't go wrong with that show. I it's, it's it's goddamn
0: hilarious, dude. And just you get to watch people just get thrown around and be, yeah. and you know they're not getting seriously injured most of the time. So it's it's it, it's like it, it's great.
1: <laughs> it's fun to watch. Yeah, absolutely, it's fun to watch. So yeah, I've been watching that, and then we've been doing. You know, for the most part, I just put it on Tubi or. Pluto and once in a while I'll throw it on uh, Disney Plus to watch uh, Clone Wars but people are pitching about that too and, and just like I said I'm trying to avoid people bitching about everything that Disney is doing wrong Yeah, you know the they're censoring things and this and that and it's like I, whatever so If anyone's ever heard the song um, from Tony, Tony, Tony called
0: It Never Rains in Southern California, well, this weekend I'm going to fucking Disneyland, and guess what? (laughs) It's going to be raining. Hopefully you don't get coronavirus. Yeah. I know. It's... I mean, it, it's almost a foregone conclusion. It's going to happen eventually. So, yep. <clears throat> but yeah, I, hopefully, I don't get it. I, I don't. know. I, I just hope my body's strong enough to handle it, it and my kids will, will all be all fine. Everybody will be fine. Everyone I know will be fine. you will be fine. Yeah. Just don't. wash your hands. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. quit touching your face. Yeah. Don't don't lick don't lick weird people. God damn it. Don't don't touch the homeless. I enjoy that man. I mean, you know, every once in a while, it's it's just like a Volkswagen commercial, right? You just do a, like, uh, Mine. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i i haven't been watching anything i mean i just re-watched the whole lord of the rings trilogy um recently because my daughter wanted to watch it uh and uh <laughs> uh what else shit i i've been watching castlevania season three on netflix huh. it's an okay show i i, I like the fact that it, it doesn't rely on being too video gamey it actually has a storyline to it and stuff like that but i can't recommend it for everybody i'll, I'll talk more about it after i finished it it's a it's an odd thing it's there's a lot of a lot of character development and just a lot of dialogue. There's not a lot of action in that show.
1: Yeah. You want so, action? Well, maybe we'll do Joe's versus Castlevania.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. All right.
1: And then you can do all the voices and <laughs> yell at it and get pissy.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. And then um, I can't even, I, I don't, yeah, I haven't been watching any other movies that I can think of. Well, th- yeah, N- nothing nothing to report this time, so okay, we're good. Yep. All right, so uh thanks for listening. We'll, we'll talk to you guys next time, all right? Yep, join us for Superstore. Oh, yeah. Please join us for another fantabulous Fantastic. episode of, uh,
1: of- <laughs> Superstore. Where are you going? I'm resting my ears for a second. Why? No, no, that's fine. See, now Ugh. should just put them on the fucking table. <laughs> Whatever. Good night.